Okay, so this is a continuation of a story, and I hope everyone is enjoying uh, for the two listeners that I have, <laughs> or maybe even one. But um, this one is the Time King, excuse me, or the Time God, and um, the individual that is the one who summoned him. Now, if you are following this part of the story, um, I'm very prolific in writing in my head. And um, that is just in how I view the world around me. I uh, grew up uh, an only um, child in the perspective of viewing things. And what I mean by that is uh, when I see something, it sticks with me if I am particularly very like it. And, and so I wrote this part of the series or stories because I knew I would continue this part. And I could see every part of it. And... Uh, this one is in the part of Celestial, um, just to give a background or reference. And it is in through all of this chaos, all of the raping, pillaging, all of the other things that are happening, fires, everything that you can think of. And this old gentleman wakes up in his cot or his, uh, his cottage. And so he's basically uh, proverbially on this island. And so he looks out and he sees the fires and he's like, wow, um, should I go over there? But then he goes back into his hut because he gets this case of mass amnesia, the same that everyone has. But then he starts tinkering away at his mind at what things are and, and the impact that they have on him, certain colors, certain things um, that mean things to him, but he doesn't know how. He touches them and he gets this familiar feeling. And so he's going through the motions of reaffirming where his memory once was. And uh, a few, what is this, a, or a few poems back, or a few chapters back, um, he gets this notion, or wherever it came from, to summon a time god. And I didn't explain anything, any mythology behind it, or anything. He just summoned the time god. And the way I wrote it back in 2014 was something whimsical, or something from a never-ending story. And um, it was almost a, a Peter Pan-esque type of character meaning as in floating, uh, carefree, uh, happy uh, type of individual or spirit um, that appeared after his summons. And not to be confused as to was this uh, real or not, because literally he's proverbially having a conversation with this being that he summoned. And from there, I I continued this poem as uh, they leave out and he's like, wait, I summoned you from the last where I left off at the last chapter. And from this point, uh, he reaffirms what it is that he loves in life. And so um, the time god himself uh, told him that he didn't even remember what was going on or who he was. And so it's kind of there in the same boat of figuring out what's going on, who's who, what's what, and tinkering away at tools the way two, I don't even know what you would call them, six-year-olds would do. And uh, yeah, I know you will enjoy this. And I will give an afterthought as to the parallels and what it truly meant and what I meant by it and um, what I have uh, planned for the future. So uh, thank you so much for listening and I know you'll enjoy this one. The Elder, the Time God, the Definition of Art 
The elder paused for a moment. He looked at the blank canvas before him. How easily it was for him to rekindle joy in his heart. The time God paused, the cottage itself as a work of art. Wooden chairs, shelves, a stained glass window from which a figure stood. It was bemused to the wonderment of creation itself. Happy as a little art. The elder stood, rubbed his white beard, meditating on what would soon be advancing from his hands to creation of foundation start. But what did he know? There was just this moment in time to him, this room, and the fire that, that fire that haunted him. Mm, yes, that is what his mind would embark upon. He turned around and looked at his canisters. The time God smiled, for he knew, for this collaboration of elaborate proportions would bring about their memories that which they both so sorely were missing. To the time god, this was everything, his source to wishing upon the grandest stars, endless black holes to other dimensions, questions that perplexed even him that he dared not mention. The elder furled his brow with his own crackled smile. Nothing in celestial mattered. He was there fully in himself. He grabbed the brush off the table. Dipped it in the brown can, then plopped the color upon a small Pascal label he could not read. Before it did not matter, he was free. Stroke brush swiped, then a hush, pausing to see how, how the color mixed, turning around to the cans transfixed. I love this, said the elder. He had not even completed one side. The time god floated over in a glide. You remember now how love creates all that is around. You are your own type of God. Isn't that odd? Okay, so like I said, and I'm really excited about this, and that's why I'm adding uh, these afterthoughts to my poems, which I usually would not, is that... Um, the, the story itself progresses and and when I say this it's kind of almost um, more than the words that I put in there obviously if you layer them or you put in a context and even if you remove the context it still has layers and meaning and um, the reasoning for me having uh, these figures and this is before I even knew uh, this is 2014 2015 of what I was uh, crafting at the time. And, and I'm really excited because now I'm segueing into the second book that I have. And then the stories get way, way, way more elaborate, way more um, open-ended and, and the meanings start to change. But for this, I wanted it to specifically deal with this, this hunger or this need uh, for uh, expression and it's one of the first things that instinctively uh, the time God did and this gentleman did um, as a great elder. He was like, yo, first thing I want to do is paint. I don't know anything else in this world. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that name is, but I know that I feel that this should belong in my hand and I should craft something. And from there, I'll figure out the rest of what it is that I should be doing with my life. And, and from there, it's kind of a, a segue of a lot of different things. When people uh, complain about things or if certain things look a certain way, then there's no spiritual or um, aspect to it. It's, it's quite literally in the standpoint of doing something. 
and you feel an emotion from doing it you feel good from watching tv well you're literally watching tv but (laughs) you get where i'm going from there and this is an elder so this is a person who has his whole entire life before him and i always 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 put myself in these characters shoes um, tenfold twentyfold thirteen to fiftyfold um so that I will understand the mindset and the reasoning that I'm making them do certain things. And this is a person who lived their whole entire life and has a whole just wiped clean slate. I'm not talking about 401ks or money and things like this. I'm talking about his very existence. And he is not freaking out. He's not even upset. (laughs) He's kind of just, as a matter of fact, um dealing with it all at once and then moving on and i'm not paralleling this to as if what i would do i'm just giving a a spectrum of all of them from the extreme to the the middle part to the the mundane and and this is not mundane (laughs) in crafting anything in fact it's quite more and more complicated and complex and yes, I appreciate it uh, for you guys listening. I will have more and uh, I will update a little bit more and, and give some surprises that um, are coming in the next few months. So uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, thank you and bless you.